you're listening to Advocacy for All. Today's podcast is part two of a series titled GP's Q&A with A4A. In this series, a group of GPs and health professionals based in Bromley ask a variety of questions to our learning disabled members so that they have the best possible practice and access to healthcare services. This podcast is produced by Advocacy for All and the NHS South East London Clinical Commissioning Group and is part of the Bromley Health Exemplar Project. The next question is, how can practices make it easier for patients with learning disabilities or learning difficulties to book appointments for their annual health check, their flu jabs, COVID vaccines and other planned appointments. Don't tell us to phone at eight o'clock in the morning when the rest of the country is doing the same thing. Because when I signed up to my doctors, I was told that I would have almost priority appointments, um, which made sense given that I have a disability and the things that are wrong with me kind of need to be seen quite urgently before they turn into something else. Um, but I haven't experienced that my whole doc- my whole time at this GP at all. Um, and when you have to phone up at eight o'clock, you kind of phone up at 8.01 and then you're on hold for like 20 minutes. And then you just get so dejected that you can't, that it, you kind of think what's the point in carrying on so you just personally end up hanging up and trying the following day. But by the time the following day comes, I've forgotten what I phoned up for. For the first week of lockdown, during the first lockdown, I lost all my hearing. I couldn't hear at all um, because of something that was going on with my ears. And I phoned and phoned and phoned to get an appointment and I never got one. In the end, I ended up getting a telephone consultation. And that didn't solve the issue at all. Um, I did what they told me to do and it didn't work. And I'm still now, 18 months later, still having the same issue with my ears. So, because I still haven't been able to get an appointment. Um, And phoning up at eight o'clock just makes you feel like you're not, you're not worth it, if that makes sense. Because you hear of other people getting appointments and you're like, oh, well, I didn't manage to get one. What? How come? You, does that make sense? Yeah. Especially when, you, especially when you deem your issue is really, really serious. Yeah. And there's this for like, I don't know, a blocked nose or something, and they get one. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of annoying and really frustrating. Mm. Can I give some advice on this? This isn't to do with me. This is to do with my stepdad, who I'm getting a lot of support for in Liverpool. And and this goes back also to what I was saying earlier about um, my COVID jab. The person in a doctor's surgery that has the most clout and organises thing is called the practice manager. So if you can get through to a practice manager, you can, like, so I, with my stepdad, I do ring the reception and I do sometimes speak to them, but mostly I go through the practice manager and she puts notes on my dad's kind of thing for me. And she says, I will speak to the doctor, I will get back to you. 
or I've looked in the system now, I've put him in for such a time. And that's because he's going through a lot at the moment and is quite vulnerable. So if you're able to build a connection with a named person in your surgery, it will make all the difference. Yeah, make it make the appointment system more more um, easier so you can get through to whoever you can get through to. Um, you're not guaranteed that you're going to get through to who you want to get through to. You know, it's um, the appointment system can be up. I believe can be upgraded a lot. You know, if you want you, you want to make an urgent appointment, you've got to get through to make an urgent appointment. Not sit on the phone for twenty minutes and wait for someone to say, "Oh, yeah," you know. Yes, and by that time, is what Sarah says, you lose your patience, you ring off and you go and do something else or you go you go and uh, say, oh, well, I've got to go somewhere else or I've got to go to the office or I've got to go and go down the high street, get a bit of shopping or something like that, you know. You've got more, you know, it gets a bit confusing yeah. sometimes. Can I say nobody's mentioned um, community learning disability teams? Or no one's mentioned learning disability nurses. So that's okay. perhaps something to think about for another, you know, if you're going to have carrying on the conversation to see whether they play a part in anything to do with your health and accessing services. I don't even know if my surgery has one. I've never heard of having one at my surgery. They probably won't be attached to a surgery. They'll probably be attached to a hospital or the learning disability team, like the woman that used to come, Mel, that used to come to our meetings. Mm. So sometimes you can kind of, if you've got an ongoing issue, try and make a referral to a learning disability nurse to help you to navigate through the system. Laura would have a lot to say about this because she had Mel by her side during all of her cancer treatment. Thank you for that, Jan, because um, that goes, that segues quite nicely uh, into sort of like the next question, which was, um, do you have a point of contact at your practice? Uh, it could either be somebody like a, a receptionist, uh, a care coordinator, or, or a member of staff that, that you're familiar with. And if not, would this be useful when dealing with, with your practice? I've not heard of one of my doctors, mm. but... I believe there might be one because my doctor's changed a lot since I I used to go there because um, all been, the building's all been done up and made easy access for people to get in and out. Um, I believe there is someone that is uh, makes it can make it easier for someone people with learning difficulties to get through to their whoever where wherever they need to go, like through to the upstairs for the blood tests or stuff like that. But I've not heard of one at my practice. Because sometimes when I receive letters from doctors, sometimes they do have, they, they'll have on the top the main doc, who your main doctor is, uh, the rest of the doctors that are there. Plus they do have the name of the practice manager and the practice nurse. Yeah. But um, uh, unless you go into the surgery itself and ask for that you want to see the practice manager... Sometimes, you know, you wouldn't know who he or she is, would you, really? You know, it's unless unless it's pointed out to the, to you who it is, you know, say, you know, 
Mrs. Mrs. Bloggs is your uh, practice manager. If you've got any issues with the doctor or with anything else, you can go and see her or talk to her over the phone. And she can, as what Jan says, you, you can uh, push things on for you to go and see the doctor more urgently if you need to see the doctor more urgently. I, I do have one. Her name is Keely. She's a receptionist. She's amazing. Um, but she's not always there. So that makes it quite difficult when you need somebody to talk to and she's not there. Obviously, I know she doesn't have to work all the time. That would be ridiculous. But um, almost have, it might be good to maybe have two people that you can have that conversation with rather than just one. In the past, I have sort of phoned up and she goes, hello, Sarah, how can I help today? Like, she just knew my voice straight away. Yeah. And that, and that kind of puts you at ease a little bit because you don't have to, like, panic about remembering your date of birth and stuff. Very true. But can Very I true. say something around this that's, um, and I don't know whether it's in all GP surgery, but I know in Bexley, when we used to go to the um, health subgroup and there would be... Um, somebody from the CCG that oversees kind of the health services and she used to come along and try to explain to us what they were trying to do for the GPs. They were trying to get all the GPs to make sure that all the people that were on the learning and disability register had little flags, they called it, next to their names. So that when you ring, the idea is, so you ring Adam and they know you've got a learning disability you know, or somebody else rings and they know that about the person. They've tried to help people to be put in different categories in terms of being able to get the right support. Yeah, yeah, so it would be but um, worth finding out whether your GP surgery has any flagging system so that you you don't have to, because some people can't explain that they've got a disability. I have, um, 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 wherever I've been to, to the GP surgery, I've never seen one of those. It's it's, um, what I mean by flagging, it's on their computer system. So when you ring and they put your name in, say it has a little, I don't know, a little orange star. And the orange star means that you're one of the patients that has a learning disability. So mm -hmm. then the idea is that the person that's a receptionist, they should have possibly had training so perhaps they slow their voice down a little bit. They don't talk as fast. Perhaps they give people an opportunity to speak and leave a bit of space for them. It's it's supposed to be so that, that people get a better service when you ring a receptionist. So it will. Be, these are the kind of questions that you could try and find out from the GPs that are doing this. What kind of systems have they already got in place to help? Or could they introduce something that would help like that? Thank you for listening to part two of GP's Q&A with A4A. The Learning Disabled Group was facilitated by myself, Isaac Googie and Jan Donnelly. A big thank you to Rosie, Harbin, Selda, Andrew and Dr Al-Kashama for the questions. And at last, but not least, a huge thank you to Adam, George, Gordon, Nathan, Paul and Sarah for your answers. If you want more information on Advocacy for All, please visit us at www.advocacyforall.org.uk.